trans girl. I'm the gay girl, Holly. And this is the trans girl. I'm Brooklyn. And seeing how today, well, today's a Marine Corps birthday, but tomorrow is Veterans Day. And I actually wanted to talk about, I actually served at the tail end part of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And I was wanting to share my side of it. Can I say something first, though? Um, since you were in the military and you were in the Marines, I just wanted to say thank you for being in the Marines. Thank you for supporting our country. Thank you for defending our country. And thank you for marrying me because you're my Marine now. Thank you. So that's um, the Don't Ask, Don't Tell is actually probably one of the most controversial um, issues that has been discussed in the military, not just the Marines, but all over the military. And there's been multiple lawsuits in regards to it. There's been beatings in regards to it. There's been so much hate, but so much um, pride in being part of the don't ask, don't tell. Um, and like you said, you served, what years did you serve in the Marines? It was 2008 to Technically, 2013, which is five years. So you're in for five years? Yes, active duty. Okay. Did um, did Don't Ask, Don't Tell have very much to do with you during that time? It had a lot to do with me. It was very depressing for those of us that were in the military you could not be yourself and that was still at the time where being openly gay even in the civilian world was not fun and could lead to bad things but in the military you were doing something you really wanted to do and protecting people but you could not at all be who you are because you ran a very high risk of getting kicked out so you constantly had that on your mind. Am I acting too gay? Does this look too gay? But they have to get certain proof. And then you try to go like hang out with your friends at a gay bar, but you'd always go like so many miles, like we would go like an hour away to try to stay away from, because we were all told there were people called scouts and there were service members that would purposely go to gay clubs to try to see if there was any service members there that they could catch because you had to be caught. And so you kind of always had to like look around and knew you were taking a risk. I don't know. I know it caused me a lot of depression and it caused my friends a lot of depression, but we had a really good support group. Um, there was this one service member we had like a secret gay group on Facebook and she was like a mother figure to us she gave us a space to be able to talk about everything and not feel as secluded or sad about everything but she actually ended up passing away a few years ago and that definitely hurt a lot of us but very thankful that we had her because she definitely helped 
I know she helped me a lot. We'd go meet at like Starbucks or something and just have somewhere to know somebody else was dealing with it. She was much higher ranking than us, but it was just very comforting just to have her there and help us. So how did you meet other people that were gay? How did how did they come out to you in an environment where you are not allowed to come out? How does that work? Typically the gaydar. The gaydar is a thing. You just kind of like kind of pick up on things and then definitely if you see you can't even go off if you see a girl with like a butchy haircut because definitely in the Marine Corps a lot of females have the short haircut but that's because they don't want to wear their hair in a bun because it makes your hairline recede so that doesn't even right there tell you that they're gay and a lot of females in the Marine Corps are tomboyish so they might not dress super girly a lot of them are beauty queens obviously but a decent amount are tomboys but that doesn't mean they're gay so you always kind of ran the risk of things and you just kind of had to like feel the waters and then hopefully one day hit the jackpot and be like, yay, you're gay, yeah, I'm gay, all right, and then you feel amazing. So you both have kind of a gay celebration when you realize you are have a roommate that's a gay person too. Not a roommate, no. Not a roommate, just somebody within your ranks. The, I, all of my gay friends weren't like in my squadron. They actually were like, most of them were like an hour away. A few of them were on my base. But it usually was like friend of a friend, and then we just kind of formed our nice big group. Um, and then somebody else that was gay would know this other person that was gay because they already did the awkward gaydar, I trust you enough kind of thing, not to tell anybody if I tell you I'm gay kind of thing. It's a lot of trust. So you, we kind of discussed this already. You came out many years ago when you were in high school. Um, no, I was not in high school. I was in the Marine Corps. I was like 19 when I told my parents. No, I mean you came out to friends. Like oh. you knew you were gay. You you decided to yeah. act upon your inhibitions like when you were in high school, mm-hmm. correct? Um, going forward, did you know that you were going to have a lot of issues with the don't ask don't tell did you worry about it did you feel like it was going to be something that was going to be a big deal i mean how did that all go around when you were getting into it when i was talking to the recruiters i actually had one of my best friends who's still one of my best friends steven and he was talking to them too he ended up not joining due to medical reasons but We were pretending to be boyfriend-girlfriend, so I didn't look super-duper gay as a tomboy with my shorter hair. That way, they would definitely accept me. But, I mean, did you have any concerns with any of it? Did you do any research? Were you worried that, going into it, you were going to have to hide who you were and that for five years you weren't going to be able to be openly gay to the world or possibly even meet somebody or get married or any of that yeah of course I was Um, that actually I don't know that was actually pretty depressing for me but it's so weird I've forgotten all about that because it's been like 10 years now like 
it's weird kind of remembering all of that sadness and that that even happened in this country but um yes um I knew ever since I was little I wanted to join the military and protect people so I knew I was gonna have to make my personal sacrifice to do what I could do to help protect people and to me it weighed heavy on me but my ultimate goal in life was to just if I couldn't be fully happy I wanted at least other people to be fully happy and safe is how I thought of it okay um, so I guess I want to go ahead and go over a little bit more for I know that a lot of the people listening probably know a lot about the Don't Ask Don't Tell and we've heard your experiences um, I was going to go a little bit more in depth into why it was created um, now there have actually been reports of a lot of homosexual acts happening. I mean, it, it, it's always there's always been homosexual acts um, that have ha happened since the dawn of time. You know, it's you know in every animal, every person out there, we have the ability for that to happen. Now there have been reports as early as the Revolutionary War within the military, and it has actually been um, a policy since then for grounds of termination or even, you know, prosecution if you're caught doing anything homosexual within the military. So it's been going on for a very, very, very long time. Um, I think the Don't Ask, Don't Tell was probably created more because it started to become more of a thing maybe in the 60s and 70s. You had a lot more of the free speech, a lot more of the freedom as to who we are, you know, gay rights started to become a thing really, 70s and 80s, and that's when a lot of senior officers, there's a lot of um, government officials that were trying to figure out how they could protect them, and I think that's where this came from. Even though I think when it comes down to it, it wasn't much of a protection. It was more of a hindrance. I mean, it was a big step, though. It got... It made the gay people that wanted to join feel a little bit more comfortable trying to squeeze themselves into that position. Knowing that they could be gay, just don't say you're gay and nobody can ask if you're gay that gave you a lot of that right there helped with reassurance because people couldn't pointedly ask you and then try to kick you out do you feel like that was the right way to do it though was that the right choice to make a um policy of don't ask don't tell or could they have done it some other way do you feel i mean they could have fully let homosexuals join the military because even when I was deployed and we had don't, da don't ask, don't tell, I knew of a certain service member that he was gay and this other guy told me that he knew he was gay, but he was like, I don't care. He was like, if you're gonna, he was our corpsman. 
And he was like, if you're the one keeping me alive or helping protect me, I don't care who you are, you're a good person to me. And that's honestly how a lot of people felt, at least anyone I encountered. Yeah. Well, so... I guess it's better than having an all-out ban. Um, I know that members of Congress were trying to make sure that they kept the ban going. Um, it was actually President Bill Clinton in 1993 that signed the policy, Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Um, it was supposed to be a compromise between those who wanted to keep the ban on gays and those who wanted to repeal the ban on gays. So it was a good compromise. And I think in the beginning, it probably was a good thing. It was definitely a step forward. Um, but it was something that was never meant to last. And thankfully, it did end up getting repealed. When, when was that? It was 2011. 2010. It looks like it was the repeal act was in 2010. But it didn't take effect until like 2011. Yeah, the U.S. House passed um, the Murphy Amendment, which yeah, took place in 2011. Yeah. So, I mean, the end of DADT was September 20th, 2011. That's when you could be openly gay. But then there was still DOMA, which was Defense of Marriage Act, and that's where they were like, oh, you can be gay, but the federal government won't recognize your gayness, and then that brought a whole bunch of ridiculousness, and then they got rid of that a few years later, and now everybody can be gay and happy. Well, I also wanted to talk about transsexuals in the military transsexuals or transgenders they've actually been knowingly around since the Civil War and obviously it was mostly women dressing as men to help join in the fight most of them weren't actually transgender but some of them actually were and even after the military they continued dressing in men's clothing which of course back then was very dangerous um, but in recent years, this has been going in and out. We did get to have transgenders in the military. I think it was like around 2016 or something. And then we all should know what happened after that with the next president that came along and yes I know it's not the president that makes all the decisions and I don't want to turn this into a political debate but it was after that that transgenders were banned again from the military but as of recently like literally last year now transgenders are allowed to be openly in the military again yeah you had uh President Trump that ended up banning um, transgenders from serving in the military, um, which is very disappointing. I, I don't understand a lot of this. I don't understand the whole background behind gays and trans not being allowed to serve in the military for so long. You 
want somebody to protect this place that you love, this country that you love, and here you are being told you can't do that, and it doesn't make sense because of who you are. And we are the supposed to be the country that is supposed to have the freedoms. We're supposed to be able to be who we want to be without persecution or prosecution. Um, and here we are being told you can't do this and you're being prosecuted for being openly whoever you want to be and who you are. So I don't understand a lot of that. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, their argument was, which I know is ridiculous looking back, but their argument was that it would hinder like the discipline and the unit cohesion. Like if people are worried, oh, is this person gay? They'd be too worried about that than able to go fix a plane or go fight somebody. Which, in hindsight, 2020, and being a be decent, being a decent human being, you realize, well, that's really ridiculous to ever think that because I might have a white person here, Hawaiian over here, a black person over there. They're different colors right there in my face, and that's not distracting, not visually distracting to me. I'm still able to march down a line just fine. Well, you got males and females that are also. Um serving together and I'm sure that can be distracting if you have you know a single male single female and they're interested in each other how can that not be distracting especially during a wartime that was their argument too before they wanted women to join it's I'm hoping one day we all get to starship troopers world where everybody can just work together and be together and nobody bats an eye. You think that'll happen one day? Oh yeah, I definitely think that'll happen one day. We're already starting to, I don't know, we're starting to become kind of like Star Trek where... We live in this utopia world where everything's perfect? No, not utopia, but we're becoming, we're letting knowledge, we already have internet and we have knowledge breaking through now. We already are able to expose ourselves to all kinds of different people and backgrounds. I think in just like a decade or so, we'll be, I don't know, even more modernized in positive ways. I was just doing a little bit of research here, and um, I really can't believe this. Um, there is actually over 71,000, which makes up for almost three percent of the military of the LGBTQ community um, which I think is amazing it, it shows the dedication from the people of our country who we are and how open we can be now that this has completely gone away actually I'm reading it wrong here there's actually a lot more than that there's a uh, 71,000 is actually lesbian, gay, or bi, and there are 15,000 are considered transgender. So that is, that's amazing. That's really awesome. That's something to be proud of that we can be represented um, in the country like that. It says that the higher, there's a high percentage of transgenders serving in the military compared to the percentage of non-transgender in the military which sounds weird but like out of 100% of the transgender population there's 
out of the 100% of non-transgender population, there's only 10%, to put that into perspective. Which is interesting. I think that, I really wonder if that's mostly female to male, but I have seen a lot of male to female. I don't know if it's because it's a very well-known masculine kind of job. It probably attracts those mindsets, like maybe the male to female is trying to be more masculine because he doesn't want to be, or he doesn't want to acknowledge that he's really a she, and maybe the female to male, of course, is it's a masculine job and they get to prove themselves very much as a male doing that kind of career. Well, this has been an interesting discussion. This is one that I actually wouldn't mind going into more depth at another time. Um, it's always just always been a fascination of mine, and it's pretty neat that I actually ended up with somebody that was part of that era in a way. If you want to get onto Facebook and tell us about your situations, your what you dealt with maybe in the military, or even just your ideas if you had nothing to do with the Don't Ask, Don't Tell, um, I'd be very curious to know. So if you want to join us on Facebook, let's start a discussion about this. Yeah, I'd like to hear if anybody else that served during that time, what you did to feel better during it, how it affected you. Those of you that are transgender that have served or couldn't serve because you ran out of the age limit before you were able to serve. I know that's depressing. I have a, I know a few people like that, that are in that situation and I've really feel bad for you and I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Well hopefully we can be there for whoever and hopefully this podcast will actually show that they are not alone. I hope they know that already but it's always nice to be able to help those that are going through the same thing that one of us have gone through especially in our situation. All right so we're gonna go ahead and take our break right now and then we will be back with one of my well my favorite part the nerdy part where we talk about gay gaming. Gay gaming, I like that. Uh-huh. Coming up with words now. Hey everybody, we're back. Welcome back. Um I guess this is the segment. I don't guess, I know. This is the segment <laughs> where Holly has named it the gay games. Gay gaming. Gay gaming. Sorry. So I wanted to play a little game. Um Real quick. No, no, no. Gay gaming is supposed to be where I talk about gay stuff and games. I know. Oh, what are we doing? Well, if you give me a second, I'll tell you. Eyebrows just went crazy tall. It was funny. (laughs) No, I just. Okay, before you talk about your little game, your gay game, I want to play a little game with you. What's the game? Okay. So this is actually from. It's a website, Q-U-I-Z-O-N-D-O.com, and they have a bunch of different quizzes on it. But one of the quizzes is, am I gay? Oh. So there's 15 questions, and I want to ask them. I just want to see if you're gay. I, I've always wondered if you really are gay, wow. Holly. Wow. Okay. So the first one. Uh, see, I don't know how they uh, tell the gender apart here, but... Um, have you ever had a girlfriend? Yes. Okay. Um, how would you react if your 
best friend confessed love to you? A, would you laugh at him? B, would you say, I would say no? Or would you... C, I would try to gently tell them that I don't feel the way they do. Or would you feel the same way? I don't know. Like, I don't... It would depend on how they said it. I might laugh because I think they're joking because I've known them for almost 20 years. But I think I would definitely go the gentler route. So would you laugh? Would you feel the same way? I definitely would not feel the same way, my best friend. Well, I do have a few female best friends, but no, I definitely would not feel the same way. I am perfectly happily married to you. That's right here. Okay. <laughs> ah, thank you for the kiss. Um, we're going to play this as if we're not married. Okay. No. This is before you met me, Holly. No. Yes. So is it still the same? You would just gently let them down that you don't feel the same way? Or would you say you feel the same way? Would you laugh? What would you do? I would gently say I do not feel the same way. That's why they're my best friend. They're, they've been thoroughly friend-zoned in my heart. Aw. <laughs> I, I think of you as one of my... It's like my best friend. You are my best friend. Well, I do think of you as a best friend, but first, I thought of you as, oh, she's pretty. I would like to date her. And as long as you're not first in my mind as, oh, that's a friend. Like, I don't know. Once you're friend-zoned in my head, you're, like, stone. Like, friend-zoned. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out this quiz because it actually... I don't know if it's meant for, like, guys or what it is. But the next question is... Did you play with toys for girls when you were a child? Begrudgingly, but no. My aunt kept trying to get me Barbie dolls, and I definitely was one of those that cut the hair off of them. Um, except for Skipper. I did like Skipper's hair. It was soft. But no, I played with mostly boy toys. So is it a yes, no, or sometimes? I'm going to go no. Okay. What kind of company do you prefer? Company of women, company of men, it depends on the situation, or the company of both women and men. That's kind of weird. So men I usually have more in common with because I'm a tomboy, but like in the Marine Corps there were a lot more tomboy girls, so most of my friends were girls. If I could meet other girls like me, I would prefer that because, I don't know, we've got more in common because we are both females. So would you say both men and women, or just depends on the situation? I would honestly be happier with other female friends that were like me. So I'm going to go with depends on the situation. Does that sound about right? Yeah, just because there's not a bunch of tomboys in the world. Okay. If you saw two men kissing, how would you react? A, I'd start calling them names and making fun of them. That sounds like Holly. No, she would never do that. I would, uh, it'd be, I would pass by indifferently. C, I would envy their happiness and that they are not ashamed. Or D, I would find it cute. Uh, that again depends on context. Uh, probably not bad an eye. So you'd be indifferent? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What would you do if a boy or girl kissed you? 
depending on your sex. So you're female. What would you do if a girl kissed you? It'd be A. I would push them away and check to see if anyone saw it. I'd be cute, confused by the situation. It wouldn't move. Or C. I'd return a kiss. B. Nobody... I've had that try to happen to me and I quickly have removed my face. I don't know if they have herpes. I don't know what they're doing. They'd be trying to, like, head bash me. <laughs> right. Okay. So you'd be confused by the situation and wouldn't move. Okay. Question seven. Have you been or are you in love with a woman? A. Not yet, but maybe someday. Oh, my God. B. I don't know, maybe. C. Never. None of those, because I'm in love right now? Remember, this is pre-us. Then someday. Okay. Question eight. Uh, <laughs> do you have erotic dreams about women? A. Yes, often. B. Yes, but I also have dreams of men. C. Mostly not, but it happens a few times. D. Never. Um, I plan on my mommy listening to this, so I'm going to say D. <laughs> is that the real choice? Yes. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna, like, choice. I'm going to put my hand up here. You can select the one that you really want to say. And you won't have to tell the whole world about your erotic dreams. Okay. That's, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. I am celibate, even in marriage. I have never made love to you. <laughs> Nine, what do you think about women? A, they are beautiful. B, nothing. C, they are my best friend. That's like so overgeneralized. I can't really, how am I supposed to answer that? I guess just pick one. Just pick one, whatever makes sense. I guess I'll go with they're beautiful. Okay, so women are beautiful, right? Number 10, is anyone in your immediate family homosexual? A, yes. B, probably, but I'm not yes. sure. Okay. My sister is also. Wow, runs in the family. And no, we're not twins. Not twins. This is a younger sister. Okay, number 11, have you ever tried on the opposite sex clothes? I was in the Marine Corps, of course I have. That's what most of the uniforms were. So here's the answers. Yes, but it was a joke. Yes, but rather be out of curiosity. Yes, I felt sexy in them. Or I've never done that. I guess the curiosity one, but I don't know if this jacket, I don't know, this jacket's like purple, but I can't tell. It's kind of like unisex jacket. I, I think I got it in the men's section. So it was definitely a men's jacket, but it's just a jacket, you know? Number 12, you meet a beautiful girl on the beach. What do you feel? A, interested. B, sexual arousal. C, I don't feel anything. It doesn't matter to me. Or D, I feel a little embarrassed. I'm gonna go with C because I don't know her at all. And for me, it's usually personality that gets me as long as I do have some attraction physically. But just because I see a pretty person does not arouse me. Okay. So I don't feel anything. Next question. Number 13. Do you pay special attention to your appearance? Yes, I take care of my appearance more than many, more than many women. B. 
Yes, appearances and dress are important, but not over the top. Or C, I don't think I attach much importance to appearance. I go with B, as much as Brooklyn may not think it. I do like the attire I wear, and I wear it because I think it makes me look good. Do you think it makes you look good or cute? What do you go for? Both. Okay. Um, question 14. We're almost there. What kind of movies do you prefer? Oh. A. She should be able to answer this. Okay. Let's see what her answer is. A. Comedies. B. Romantic comedies. C. Thrillers. D. Action. E. Documentaries. Or F. Horror. See, that's a little hard because I know you love documentaries. You love action. You also love thrillers. You're not much of a comedy person, I don't think. Or rom-coms, I think, is what you stay away from. You really don't know. I think you like a lot of different varieties. It's hard for me to say that you like one over another. Thriller is my favorite. Well, science fiction is actually my favorite, but if I had to pick out of those, I like thriller because I like the suspense and like the mystery, but the little bit of ooh. Yeah. I would have I would have said science fiction if that was on the list. I don't know why they'd put documentary in there. Like to me documentary is in a totally different cat like category. I feel like science fiction leans a little bit more to the LGBT community. Maybe. I don't know. The lesbian community is not that big on science fiction. They Maybe, maybe the gay community. I think it's more the transgender community. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, so we're going to go with thrillers on this. And then um, this is the last question. Big important question. Uh-oh. According to you... Are you gay? Uh, yeah, almost. <laughs> According to you, a homosexual is... A, a sick man. B, a normal man. C, I have no opinion. So this definitely is a gay guy quiz, isn't it? It definitely is. Gah! But we're, we're playing it off uh, the other way around, so gay girl. This is gay man Holly speaking. I'm gonna go with B. See, they're a normal person. Okay, drum roll, please. And according to this quiz... Am I a gay man? You are not gay. I'm not a gay man. You are not gay. You're not a gay man. What am I? It says that you just have trouble discovering your own sexual orientation. I'm not sure if I'm a gay man. But they did recommend, and this is from like the medical advice from this website, they recommend that it would be a good idea for you to take other quizzes to bring you closer to your answer on who you actually are. And to get more ads and junk mail in my inbox. Probably. Well, now we know I am not sure if I'm a gay man. So, everybody, we have a new opening. Um, We are going to need a gay girl to take her place. So, if anyone's interested. Well, that was uh, pretty fun, though. Um, And now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Okay, so you have a game. You have a game picked out. Um. I had one quick little segue. Uh, We were talking about today being the Marine Corps birthday. Um, Today, how I also mentioned I would like for us to be Starship Troopers one day. Today is the final all-female battalion graduating in Marine Corps boot camp. And I am wearing 4th Battalion colors today. And any of you other female Marines, I hope you guys are too. Congratulations to you all, by the way. We are celebrating integration, which I know everybody's got different opinions on that. But to me, as long as you're not in the same squad bay, I mean, you're all doing the same training anyway, so who cares? Just don't rub your butts together. I mean, 
Like, yeah. But yay, Starship Troopers! Yay! Anyway, now for the real gay gaming. Alrighty, for the gay gaming, I am gonna talk about a game, but mostly, again, I like games where it's not gender locked for attire. You, a lot of games are starting to do things where you can be a male and have the girliest haircut and wear makeup and wear a dress, or you can be a female, get your little buzz cut, and wear the boy shorts. If I see a game that does that, it automatically captures a little piece of my heart and makes me happy that, again, I have something else I can self-identify with. And I'm not, I actually, I don't really dress like a man. Um, I don't wear the girliest clothes, as we've already talked about, but I don't know, I kind of wear like nerdy in between clothes. But I love that my characters, if I feel like looking pretty one day, which is rare, then I can throw her in a cute little skirt. But if I feel like being tomboy because I'm out there catching them all or something, I can throw on my cargo shorts. But a specific game I wanted to mention was, I don't know, kind of Tim Tim came to heart. Tim Tim is a lot like Pokemon. You go around, but it's an online MMO. So this is Tim Tim, T-I-M, T-I-M? T-E-M, T-E-M. T-E-M, okay. Um, it's on Steam. They brought it out to console finally. Um, it's a super fun game. There's also player housing and there's like surfboards. It feels kind of indie, like kind of that hippie indie feel. And it's, I want to kind of say more of a pastel color, which I'm not a huge fan of pastels, but I'm willing to overlook it for everything else that the game offers. I love the battle style from it. It's not like Pokemon with um, PowerPoints. It's kind of like an overall stamina, and you have to kind of pick and choose between your moves before you pick what move you want to do. It adds a different strategy, so it's kind of refreshing. Um, but back to the clothing part. Um, my character is a girl. She's got like fiery red hair with some blue highlights in it, which is really freaking cool. And then she's got like this black poofy jacket and then she's got like these kind of shorts that go right down below her knees. And then she's got her skater shoes on, which is exactly how I like to dress. I've never seen a character have those clothes in a game and it just made me so happy to see me there. Like, I loved it. Um, and you can have a little backpack, and you can have your Tim Tim follow you around, which anyone that's a Pokemon fan, oh my god, if you can have them follow you around is like the biggest thing. So when did you start playing this game? I actually played it before it released. I've been playing it on Steam for a few years, um, when it came out on Preview, or Early Access. I don't remember the exact year that was, but it was back in my old house, so it was before 2020. It's been a few years. Or was it 2020? Yeah, it was 2020. Yeah, well, it was released on Steam on January 21st, 2020. So if you had early access, it was probably 2019. Late 2019, I imagine. The early access was 2020, it says. Oh, it was. certainly yeah. was. Um, so yeah, 2020, and then 
the full release was in 2022, so it just just fully released. Yeah, like literally last September. two months. Yeah, it came out on Xbox and the Switch, which I would love to get it on the Switch, but I already have it on computer, so I'm not going to make myself buy it until it goes on super sale. So this is a crowdfunding game yeah. through Kickstarter. Yeah, it's a really neat game. It's definitely, if you're into Pokemon and collecting them, this, they did a really, really good job on it. It is a super fun game. So it's a single player and multiplayer. Is it multiplayer online or just multiplayer? It's an MMO, like um, you might say MMORPG, but it you can like you constantly see other people all, all around you. And so you they're can, just walking around. Yeah. Okay. Just like you know, like on WoW, you see a whole bunch of strangers everywhere. You can do the same thing in Timtim, which makes it fun for me. I like seeing real people play around me. It makes it feel more like a world. So it looks like these platforms that you can find this, um, you can find Tim Tim on is going to be um, Windows. You can also play it on the Switch, PlayStation Five, X, the Xbox. Um, it looks very interesting. Yeah. They also say uh, with their sales that they have sold over half a million units on Steam within just the first month. So I'd have to say it's a pretty successful game. Yeah, I mean it's really good. Like definitely should try it. So what would you say out of this one? Uh, one out of five stars. What would you give this thing? Um, probably give it. I'm gonna give it an eight because. So out of one out of five stars, you're gonna give it an eight. Oh, sorry, five. <laughs> I'm used to we, game ratings having a ten. We can make it ten. Let's do one out of ten. Okay, I do an eight. The music is. It is in Pokemon fashion. It, but it's like where they play battle music and normal music. It's very relaxed, so it doesn't give your heart that little anxiety every time you get into a battle. I like that, but it's also nothing captivating to me. Like, I don't want to turn on the game just to hear the music. And then the gameplay is super fun, um, but it does feel a bit linear. I know it's supposed to feel linear, but I'm also kind of like, I wish it was a little bit more open world, but I get where they're coming from. Okay. Well, this sounds like a really fun game that you can get into if you want to just escape our world and get into some other clothes, get into a completely different character, just be something different. Or be yourself if you like to wear shorts with a jacket and look cool. There you go. I love it. And player housing. Everybody loves player housing. Well, I think that's it for today. Um, join us on our Facebook. We can have a discussion about Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Talk about the game if you've played it, if you are interested in it and want a little more information. I'm sure Holly would love to give you some information on that. But we'd love to have a discussion about the Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So get on there. Uh, tell us your opinion about it. If you've been in the military, let us know that as well, especially during the Don't Ask, Don't Tell period. Um... Even now, you know, we'd love to hear, like, how things are now. You know, she hasn't been in the military for some time. How different is it? And I want to say to all of the veterans, happy Veterans Day tomorrow. And to anybody that could not serve but wanted to, thank you for wanting to serve your country. Yes, thank you. Um, happy Veterans Day. We are very proud to call you a veteran and call you a Marine or an airman. Sailor, soldier, I 
don't know what you call a Coast Guard, but my uncle was Coast Guard, so go Coast Guard. And you got Space the Space Force. Force. Yeah. We I got, what are we calling them? I don't Trekkies. know. Trekkies. There you go, Trekkies. They do have the little Star Trek <laughs> symbol on their little... I love that. So we're seeing the beginning of Star Trek right here. I wonder if I could go join Space Force. You probably could. I you should am, do that. I am in the age range. There you go. Go to space. Protect us, my love. Hello. (laughs) I'd be doing some training, but like, hello. (laughs) I love Halo. Well, thank you all for joining us again. We absolutely love having you guys all with us. Um, At the time of this audio, we had over 100 downloads, which I'd like to kind of applaud, give Holly an applaud for that. And... She's given me one back. <laughs> it's very exciting to see that people are interested in us and want us to grow. Um, we can't wait to have more discussions with you. We're going to be going into the holidays real soon. Um, I honestly like that. I feel like we're also forming our own little group here where other people can come and be able to relate to us yeah. and relate to themselves. We are definitely a unique couple, being transgender and being gay. So there's a lot of us out there, but we are still very unique. And whether you're just gay couple, whether you're a straight couple, whether you're two trans, whether you're non-binary, whatever you are, we hope that there's a piece of us inside of you that you guys can relate to. But thank you all for joining us today. We absolutely love having you with us. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye now. Bye. You guys can you can hit the stop button now. Stop listening to us. Stop listening. Thanks for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl.com and check out our Facebook page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And if you're joining us here from YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.